This message is for all my Christian sisters. If you're ready to grow your business God's way, this episode is for you. Get ready to be a big fan of my guest, Brian Dixon. Today's conversation is all about being authentically available, faith, fear, cancel culture, how clarity is kindness, and sharing what we believe unapologetically. Brian believes you were made for a purpose. By clarifying your calling, discovering your audience, and creating your products, you can navigate a clear path to impact and income. Let's dive in. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business, but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. And you guys are in for such a treat today because I have Brian Dixon here on my show. And I was fortunate enough to be interviewed by Brian a few weeks ago for his podcast. Now we are changing the tables and I brought him on my show because you guys are just going to absolutely fall in love with this guy. He is amazing. I love his work. So I'm just going to jump right to it. Welcome, Brian. Thank you, Allison. I'm so excited to be here. It reminds me of that, that scene in Mean Girls where like the person's in the bathroom and he goes, Danny DeVito, I love your work. It's like so fun. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about at all, right? But it's like, I love your work. It's so funny. So I'm glad to be here. Come on, let's make it happen. Yes, let's make it happen. Now, before I jump into my juicy questions, because I already teased you with my questions, <laughs> yeah. but I would love for you to introduce yourself to my audience. Tell them about your your business and then... I want to ask some questions about your podcast. So let's start with your business. I love it. Well, I'm the business brother that helps my Christian sisters make money. Yes. <laughs> That's it right there. I love it. Love yeah. it, love it, love it. And you have the a Bible, podcast too. I have a podcast too. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the Bible 100% supports female Christian entrepreneurship. And I think our churches have really left our Christian sisters behind when it comes to business. And yet, if you look at, like the earning potential online right now, it mostly skews female. Instagram mostly skews female. Online courses, online experts mostly skew female. And so I think it's so interesting that the church is just not in this conversation right now about how do you really grow a business God's way? And so that's what Sister Grow Your Business is all about. That's the name of my podcast. And, and really, it's not Brian Dixon's ideas about how to grow your business. Although, you know, I've grown several businesses and been in this almost uh, 10 years now. But the whole heart of the show is I want to introduce my audience to other incredible female Christian entrepreneurs that are sharing their mindsets and their methods of how they grew their business to encourage and empower you, the listener, to get started so that you can start and grow your business God's way. And what made you choose the podcast platform? Oh, I, lo I love podcasting. I think for me, it's, it's really about conversation. You know, um, like one of the, my favorite things I get to do, which the last couple of years has been a little challenging, but is to have these longer conversations in person at conferences right? Like, like I think when, when you begin in any industry, you think like, like take going to a writer's conference as an example, when you first get started, you, you think, 
the key to a writer's conference is to try to watch every session, right? To sit and take notes in every session. And then over time you go, wait a second, that's not the value. You can always go watch the recordings or whatever. The value of the conference is in the connections you make with the people that are there. Mm -hmm. And I think podcasting is an incredible opportunity to have a, a long form conversation, 30 minutes, an hour, like whatever the length of the podcast is, but you really get to know somebody over the course of that time. You get to ask the questions that you wanted to get to, to ask. So it's almost like some free coaching, but also like, uh, rising tide raises all ships. So even, you know, I just did two podcast interviews this afternoon for my show and both of the ladies I interviewed, they, their clients are my clients. Like we, we are technically competitors, but, um, we're also collaborators, right? So I just don't really believe in, in competition. I believe in collaboration. So I think podcasting can, can answer questions that you want to get answered for your business. It can expose your audience to new voices, which I think is really powerful. And then also you can support other people in your industry to grow your industry. And those, those are all great reasons to start a podcast. I love that. And I think you just kind of pitched how to start a podcast right there. We could have just probably took this conversation elsewhere, but I do want to ask you one question. Can you share maybe your favorite tip or strategy that has helped you grow your business? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I know what it is. It's going to sound maybe like you've heard it before and maybe I'm just late to the game, but I think the number one thing that you can do is be authentically available, like not just authentic, which means like you're just crying on the internet, but like you're actually available to real people. So as an example, Allison, like this morning, I'm, I'm working on my, on, on a new, um, uh, like online masterclass kind of thing that I'm, that I'm doing like a big new premier level kind of online course coaching program thing. And as I've been working through the process of that, I hit a wall and I'm like, I don't know how to explain this one piece of what's included in the program. And I could work on it in my head all day, or I could just ask my people. Right. Mm. So I just put together a little email like, Hey, this is going to sound crazy, but I'm really stuck with this one little part of this new thing I'm launching. Can I get your feedback? I have three questions. Just hit reply. I promise I'll read your answers. And I just, I mean, I literally wrote it in the car at a red light. Like that's how I wrote my email. And I sent it through Kajabi through my, through my online platform. And I just said, hit reply. And you know, I had a certain number of people reply. And I had one person reply that said, I have a lot to say about that topic, but I'm not sure if you're really going to read it. And I replied to her and I said, of course, I'm going to read it. This really is me. Like, I'm, of course, I'm going to read it. And I'll do you one better. If you just want to send me a Voxer, you know, there's like a voice message. I'll listen to your voice message. She writes back and she says, sounds great. I'll send you a Voxer. So then like 10 minutes later, I check my Voxer and she's left me about a 10 minute message on Voxer, which was just gold, you know, in terms of the feedback that I was looking for, for my program. So then I downloaded the MP3 from Voxer. I put it up in Trent, which is my transcription software. And now I have like three pages of my ideal client telling me exactly what she needed to hear. And, and so the point there is, is be authentically available, which means when you send an email, you got to read the replies, you know, yes. when, when you go on Instagram stories and somebody writes a, a comment, you have to like it and you have to say something back to them. Uh, one quick little tip of what I like to do is I voice message, you know, so if somebody leaves a comment on my social, I'll go find them. I'll click their thing. And then I'll send them a voice message and say, Allison, thanks so much for commenting. I really appreciate it. You know, I just want you to know, like, I see you and I appreciate you. And them hearing your voice makes such a connection that leads to amazing opportunities in the future. So being authentically available is really the key to growing a business. 
I love that tip. And I'll go one further. That is something that I'm trying to do. Yeah. And it, this might sound a little fearful for others, but as far as like saying thank you to those who have been on my show or yeah. pitching potential guests, I am now doing a video recording on Loom and I am yes. looking at their stuff going, this is what I love about you. This is what my audience would love. I would be honored if you would be on my show. They're seeing my face, they're hearing my voice, and they know that I am very interested in what they have to offer. Nine That's out of 10 amazing. times, you know, you're going to get someone to collaborate or work with you for sure. That's amazing. I'm, I have FOMO right now. Like, I'm like, oh, I've got to do that. <laughs> I just started it. So you and I can start it it's together. So I don't good. know if people are really doing that. I yeah. have never had a video message pitching me with through oh, a video. Okay. Yeah. That might be the I new way, that. Brian. I think I we might that. be well, onto something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true, you know, because, because people, if you think about the amount of time you put into a book or even on your website, let's just take a website. If, if you, you put all this time into like getting the photography and picking out the colors and getting the font and what's the headline and what's the lead magnet, like all the things that you put on your website. And then if you had somebody reach out six months, a year later and say, Hey, this is what I love about your website. You're like, this person's my new best friend, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, we want to be recognized for our good work. And so when we are recognized, it automatically increases sort of this endearment that we have for the people that recognize what we're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Now I want to turn the tables on this conversation because I, I mentioned before we started this recording that this has been on my heart for a while and I didn't know how to go about it on my show because I'm going to be transparent. I do not talk about my faith often in my business, but I want to change that. I really do. And I think there is a lot of female entrepreneurs, even men who have a business and with everything going on in the world, whatever issues, troubles you're having, what you're seeing on social media, the mainstream media, political warfare, whatever it is, it's a lot of people are reconnecting with their faith. But I also feel that there is a fear with entrepreneurs that they are feel fearful to share and show their faith in their business. Do you think this is happening or are you seeing it? A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. So my next question is, those who are fearful and I'm one of them yeah. and I, and I can't pinpoint what the fear is. Yeah. How do we incorporate our faith in our business in an authentic or natural way? Yes. Yeah. I, I went on a journey of, of this, um, you know, quite, quite a while ago. And I, I, I think there's, there's quite a number of ways to sort of approach this question, but, but I'll, I'll start with this. Eventually you will be exposed. Like eventually Somebody is going to uh, buy your course or buy your book and they're going to read your stuff and they're going to follow your stuff. And then they might hire you as a coach or they might hire you to come speak at their thing. And eventually they're going to see who you really are. Right. Uh, let's say, let's say you're a speaker, like they might see your stuff online. They might hire you to come be a speaker. You might speak from the stage. 
But that's not the only thing you do as a speaker, right? They might invite you out for drinks at night. And then there's going to be a situation where you show who you really are. You, do you talk about your family on the road? Do you compromise your integrity on the road? Like they're going to see who you really are. And I think it's kind. Clarity is kindness. And it's kind to show them who you are from the beginning because then they get what they expected. Right. And so I am a Jesus guy. I absolutely 100% sold out for the Lord. Love Jesus. I you know, I would call myself like a traditional biblical Christian. Like I actually believe the Bible's real, not shaking my fist at it. Um, you know, and I don't think it changes over time. Like I really believe what the Bible actually says. And I've found that the more that I lean into just saying like, this is what I believe, you know, unapologetically, kindly, but unapologetically, what it does is it attracts people who want to work with me for two reasons. Number one is because they agree with me or number two, because they're attracted to me having clarity because they don't have any clarity in their life. And it repels people who are going to argue against me anyway. And I think what you never want to be in a situation where somebody spent thousands of dollars working with you or hundreds of hours consuming your stuff. And then all of a sudden they get to a certain point and they go, what? That's what he believes. I'm hmm. out of here. You know? So I have just learned that in a culture of uh, what they call it cancel culture, the idea of cancel culture is simply exposing, right? Oscar Wilde had this quote a long, long time ago when he was still alive. He said, um, what you do in the depths will one day be shouted from the rooftops. And I think the same thing is true. Like what you really stand for and what you really believe will one day be quote unquote exposed on the internet. And so if I can say, no, I truly love my wife. I absolutely lead my kids in this specific way. I 100% believe what the Bible says. I think that Christians need to build wealth in today's economy to make a big difference in the world. And if I start with that stuff, it's not like somebody is shocked by it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's where I would start is like, begin with the end of mind. What do you want them to know about you and why hide it now? Cause they're going to find out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So for those who are struggling spiritually, what tips do you have them? They're, they're really just stuck and they're just not ready to take that action to really expose themselves. Do you think it's more like in-depth work that they need to do on oh. themselves? That's a really good question. I think there's two ways to approach it. There's, I'm going to give you the blunt version and then, and then the slow kind version, because sometimes <laughs> we need some blunt in our life. Right. We were talking, I, we host a Bible study every other week at our, at our house every other Tuesday. And so we had it last night and, um, and we were talking about like all the issues of like anxiety and fear and depression and things like that. And we were talking about it and confusion and culture and, and parenting and all these issues that people are having right now. And, and I have one of the people that comes to our Bible study was like, he is like a, a soldier. Like he served, you know, in like Afghanistan three times. He has PTSD, he saw battle. And he's just like, he has no filter whatsoever. And we all love him. And he like, because he basically gave his mental health for our country. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those people like, whatever you're saying, we're, we're going to be quiet because we respect <laughs> your service, you know? And he, and he said something like, really at the end of the day, it's just an issue of order. We're like, order, what are you talking about? And he's like, do you believe in God or do you think you're a God? What's the order? And it was like, his name's Adam. And I was like, man, Adam, that's so good. And then I sort of rephrased it, you know, for our, our little group that we had. And I said, it, it, you know, it really comes back to like the origin story, like the creation story. You, you either believe 
that there's an intelligent designer that purposely made you for such a time as this, that's option A, or option B is it's accidental, it's it's random, there's no real long-term purpose, you know, we're all kind of on our own journey. And like, which one do you really believe? And so I'm not here to convince you of if going from B to A, but if you're an A person, if you're like, actually, you know what, I really do believe that God created the world and he sent his son, Jesus. Like, if you really believe that I want, then it's a question of lordship. It's a question of, am I more afraid, which is not a word we like to use, but is it fear of God or is it fear of man? And which one am I more afraid of? Right. And, and the Bible teaches this is to fear the Lord, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And what that basically means is I, I love the C.S. Lewis quote from uh, Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe. He's talking about Aslan, right? The, the lion. And he's and, and uh, the question was, you know, is he safe? And he said, no, he's not safe, but he's good. God's not safe, right? But he's good. And we have this milquetoast version of God where just God loves everybody and everybody's going to make it in the end. And like, I think we've just got to get all the way down to at the end of the day, like my, um, my aunt-in-law just died like three days ago. And so I was talking to her, her widow this morning, real tearful conversation, 75 years old, uncle Steve, I was talking to uncle Steve and like clarity, right? Like there is clarity and finality of death. Like you have such cl- cl- clarity after something serious like that happens. But I think in our social media world, we get so much confusion. There's so many competing voices. So really at the end of the day, it's like, are you a steward of what God has entrusted you for a short time for this time in culture? Or is this about you? Is this about you finding your own truth and walking your own way? You just got to decide, you know, and I think the sooner you make the decision, the kinder it is to your audience and the more confidence and clarity that you'll have. And I think too, this reminded me of a story. Um, my son and I are actually going through world history. It's very interesting to read about the enlightenment period. And I feel like we're seeing that again, because we know that God created us, but man is choosing to put God in a box in the corner of our room. Like, yes, we believe he created us, but now we're here and we're trying to put man above God. So I'm just going to push him in the corner and I don't need him. So when we go through that cycle of like what you said, like we're always trying to figure things out. What's the next step? What do I need to do? I'm feeling troubled. I'm struggling. I'm frustrated. Yeah. I think that's a time where we need to stop and pause. And like you said, are we fully believing God or are we just in our own truth, finding our own way? That's right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and also, you know, something I see and I, I don't necessarily you know, know where everybody's at who's listening right now. But if you're coming from a Christian tradition, you know, one of the things that's happening right now, uh, kind of an overall sort of trend is this idea of deconstruction, where we're taking what we grew up learning and we're re-questioning it and we're thinking it through. And and often that means to that that leads to kind of taking down all the walls of the things that we've been taught, right? The each of the I've heard all kinds of analogies of it. And it's good to examine our beliefs. I think that's a positive thing. But when when the filter that we use is our own feelings, uh, it often leads to really broken relationships and broken down walls. Because um, 
when we use our feelings as our filter, that's there's not a lot of uh, trustworthiness in that. So I would say we have to choose what is our filter going to be. So for example, like there are about six different Brian's in one day, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's early morning Brian who's really excited and motivated to get the day going. I'm an early morning guy. You know, there's late night Brian who's exhausted and pretty grumpy. There's there's Brian right before I've had lunch and there's Brian after lunch. You know, like I've got a bunch of different people living inside of me. You know what I mean? And so if I'm filtering the eternal truth of God through my own feelings saying, I'm going to deconstruct this and I'm going to think I'm going to, I don't really like the concept of hell. So I don't believe that anymore. And I don't really like the idea of man and woman. So I don't believe that anymore. And I don't really love the idea of like judgment. So I don't believe that anymore. And we make our own little religion. We actually become our own little God. And I think that is so dangerous. So we've got to just decide, am I going to trust God, even though I don't get it all? I don't really understand it all. Or am I going to make everything through something I can understand? Because I think it's so dangerous to go to go that direction. I mean, obviously revealing my cards where I'm at. But um, one of the things, Allison, I'd encourage your listeners to, to look up is the concept of uh, a, a bumblebee. Science can still not explain Science cannot explain how a bumblebee can fly. Hmm. I mean, we're, ta- we're not talking anything crazy, right? We're not talking origins of the earth. We're talking about a right. freaking bumblebee because the wings are too small and science can't explain it. They're like, the physics don't make sense. But God, you know, but God, who cares how God somehow made bumblebees fly. And so if we can't even explain a bumblebee, let alone what love means, let alone, you know, uh, birth, like all kinds of stuff like this. How dare we say this is truth and that isn't when God has clearly revealed truth to us? Oh, so good, Brian. That was amazing. Now, before we end our conversation, because I feel like we could just fall into rabbit hole after rabbit hole after rabbit hole. Out of curiosity, do you have a favorite passage or scripture that you refer to when you are having those struggling feelings in your business? Oh, yeah, there's so much. I think, um, yeah, well, the struggling feelings could be related around a couple things, right? Um, I, let me give you two real quick, okay? One, one of those struggling feelings is when I'm first getting started, and I'm sure your listeners can relate, right? So the, the first time I had a, a live webinar, like the first time I said, I'm going to teach you something. And then I'm going to try to sell you something. And it's so awkward, you know, it's so (laughs) awkward. And there's a verse in Zechariah which says, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And I think that's probably my go-to verse because you know what, when you first heard of Instagram or TikTok or whatever the new thing is, um, what's it called? Meta. And you're like, what is that? It makes no sense. What is going on? Do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. And you're like, you know what? I'm just going to take what I know, which is just a little, I watched a couple of YouTube videos and I'm going to try it and figure it out. And then over time it starts to grow, right? That's just the stewardship principle. He is faithful with a little will be given much. And so, yeah, I think don't, excuse me, (laughs) don't get mad at yourself. Don't get mad at yourself because you're a beginner. Instead, look at your heavenly father who is literally rejoicing to see you get started. 
And so I really believe, I mean, this biblical, I can back it up. God is looking at you as you're fumbling and stumbling your way through signing up for an email program or creating your first landing page or, or putting together your little offer that you're trying to first time make money for the first time through your business. And God's looking at you going, there's my girl. There's my boy, like taking action because we are, we are called to create because we're kids of the creator, right? And, and by getting started and not despising, that's what it says. Do not despise these small beginnings. Don't be so hard on yourself because you're beginning. And, and what should we do instead? Do what our daddy's doing, right? Our daddy's rejoicing to see us get started. I think that's where the phrase comes. Give yourself grace. Because that's grace. just thrown out there now. It just rolls off the tongue, but we have to really think about what that really means and where does it come from? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian, this has been an awesome conversation. Once again, what is the name of your podcast? Sister, Grow Your Business. Sister, Grow Your Business. Listeners, go listen to his podcast. I know you're going to get a lot out of it. And of course, besides your podcast, where can my audience connect with you? I love, Allison, I love Instagram because I think it's just so personal. Send me a message on Instagram. Let me know you, you heard me on Allison's show. And, and so it's just my name. I'm Brian J, B-R-I-A-N-J-D-I-X-O-N over on Instagram. Awesome. Amazing. I will make sure that everything is in the show notes. And thanks again, Brian, for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I can't thank you enough for listening today and supporting this show. The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you, I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyinsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.